And we're back. It's breakfast with the Beatles. You and me talking Beatles. Sorry, I just stole your bit because you did just do that. <laughs> it was okay. good though. Yeah. So you know, this is uh, since since you guys have been gone, I um, I've had a lovely day. Really nice day in Vancouver today, and uh, I went for a run. Uh huh. I went up to. Um, I'm trying to, you know. I'm trying to be positive, you know, after, you know, like the last episode we were talking about how I think I mentioned at one point I took like, my car into the shop. Uh-oh, here we go. And, James's uh, impossible way of life yeah, coming up. It, Get your checkbooks it, out. You guys remember Johnny's impossible way of life episode when he had a bad day with his car? Times that by about 4.5 and you'll get the price on my uh, <laughs> impossible way but you had a good day otherwise though i had a great day mine was bad yeah listen man it's all maya you know what i mean it's all illusion right i'm still in rishikesh Mm -hmm. like none of it's real have you ever taken the fruit from a banyan tree and looked inside well not physically well have you done it on the metaverse in my own mind, I have. Oh, okay. So on you're already... Diff- on the spiritual plane. On a spiritual plane. A kind of astral plane. Astral weeks. Mm-hmm. So I went for a minimalist run, which um, went what does well. that mean? I don't know. It's just... I think I said it once, and there's this guy, and sometimes I think he's a patron. Sometimes I don't think he is. I can't remember. He's called David Corrigan. He makes furniture. David Corrigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a Wednesday one. Welcome to Impossible Way of Life, your official alternative get back commentary and reaction podcast. Yes. Yeah. Um, And thanks very much for all of the patrons who've, you know, need to know. And we've been inundated with, you know, all sorts of messages here, there and everywhere, you could say. Well, if there's one thing that we can claim to be official yeah. about it's this documentary because we've been talking about it bef- since before it was pretty even, sure we invented it yeah before it was even a if real i thing. went back over the tapes and they're all online uh-huh. and on my dropbox uh-huh. i pretty sure we were talking about this pre peter jackson having the tapes i'll tell you one thing i'll tell I'll guys listen. done a hell of a job hell of a job i'm willing to go on record right now yes. and say that get back is better than the hobbit desolation of smog is it better than Desolation Row? <laughs> yes. Is it? I think it's the greatest rock documentary ever made. Better than And I haven't Pump? even seen the whole thing. Aerosmith Pump? Pump's a close second. We did like two episodes on that, so it's, it doesn't make me feel bad that we're doing six. Does The Last Waltz count? Yeah. I mean, that's top five. Do- as far as I'm concerned, it's a documentary. It's like Scorsese and Robbie Robertson coked but it's up. Like scripted, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a documentary. It's fiction. So yeah, like the minimalist running thing, I don't know where it comes from. There's a guy who listens to our podcast who um, uh, will hear this one, whether he's a patron or not, I'm not sure. He sometimes messages us, fine fella, David Corrigan, wish him all the best. Always enjoy his messages. Kind of sends, you know, a kind of like, I'd say like a landscape of the mice sort of psychogeographical kind of check-in once every couple of months, just sort of like, this is what's been going on in my life. <laughs> Hope you two are fine. And often accompanied by like, he is wearing like new shoes, like running shoes. He's really interested in how we run. 
Okay. And we're the fact that we're into running. Mm-hmm. More so than the music, I think. And uh, also he designs upholstery and, you know, he reupholsters furniture. That's kind of Beatlesy, I think. It certainly is. So yeah, like that. So I went on a run. I went up to Midtown Ridgeway. So for everyone listening who's not from Vancouver, this isn't going to make sense, but I'm going to do it anyway because Johnny's going to like it. You take the Arbutus pathway that you know well. Uh-huh. Past Kilchena Park. Uh-huh. You get to about 37th, actually. Take 37th west. Gotcha. And then you get to McDonald, you take McDonald, and you hit Quinnell. Yeah, yeah. And you're on top of the city. You're up on that big hill. And yeah, I yeah. love it. And on a sunny day, I went to bed last night knowing it was going to be sunny today, dreaming about that run. I got out of the studio too late, so it was too cold and dark. It was cold it. when I went so out. So I hit windy. the pool instead. Nice. And you know the name of the street where my new pool is on? Where's your new pool? Oh, Hill, Hillcrest. Hillcrest. Do you know the name of the street it's on? Uh, it- Mixolydian Drive. No. It's Mytholidian. Well, which is kind of M-I-T-H-O-Lydian. I like to call it Mixolydian. It's a great pool up there. Great. Did you hit the sauna up? No, no time. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Got, they've got I'll an outdoor pool. i spending a lot of time in there. Yeah, Olympic yeah. size. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Olympic grade. I'll be spending a lot of time. It's got a lot more to offer than Britannia, which I've hit a few times recently. Britannia is a bit sketchy. I think that's where Omicron old. came from. It's just, yeah. I think. Yeah, um, well, but um, I won't be hitting the Arbutus pathway for a run anytime soon now yeah. that I'm an east sider. You the other are. day I had nowhere, no idea where to run. So you know what I did? I just ran straight up Main Street, Done 45 it. blocks and back. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I can help people. you out with some runs up there. I mean, you want to get it's into Queen dark. Elizabeth Park, right? But it's there's a lot of hills. It's get dark so early. Yeah. Well, before we get into the Beatles, I wanted to talk to you about um, this. They're good. Just, just conceptually, I was going to bring it up. And a nice message here from uh, Reese Timpson. Okay. He says, not sure if you guys have seen this because so, you're so deep into Beatlemania, but it seems important. Mm-hmm. He thinks that John Mayer might be, able to t- might be about to take over as host and I think he mean, uh, for the Grateful Dead. And I think he means host body, like a new host for Jerry. Because there's an interview here. Thought that already fr- happened. From yeah, but listen to this interview with John Mayer. The dead may continue after the Grateful Dead members retire, says John Mayer. Okay. So he's saying here, dead, dead and Company, which they're called now with him in the band, toured this past summer and the band is likely to keep on going, especially because the, of the Grateful Dead biopic on the way helmed by Martin Scorsese. So, so anyway, he's going the way of Stamos. Well, I think carry so. It on. I think so. And you've got to think about like with the Stamos angle, we talked about it, like the different models. I think that maybe like the host body model hasn't been used yet. Mayor acting as a Mixolydian host for Jerry's licks. Well, that be that would be a fine, you know, sort of spirit to welcome into your own physical body. Yeah. Whereas Mike Love's would not be welcome. Mike Love represented in Rishikesh and in Get Back. Oh act yeah, too. He went out there and wrote that like transcendental meditation surf tune. Well, a lot of the time with Mike Love, the thing is, you know, he's it's the only bad days he has are ones when he hasn't done his TM. Right. Famously. 
he didn't want to be at the Capitol riots. He just forgot that morning. Yeah, exactly. To do his TM. He doesn't want to play like, you know, hunting festivals with in Mike Las McGrath. Vegas with Donald Trump Jr. He just forgot to meditate. Is Donald Trump Jr. in the Beach Boys? Or is that Baron? Yeah. He's probably Trump. their manager. Yeah. He'd be a great band manager he for would the Beach actually. Boys. Alan Klein. Don Jr. Don Jr. <laughs> yeah. He would work. Did you notice I'm wearing my George Harrison mock tonight? You got a mock turtle on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, we kind of left it. I'll tell you exactly where we left it. For people listening and just tuning in right now, this is Impossible Way of Life. Your guide to everything Beatles slash Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And we do a premium episode every Sunday. And you have to pay to play, you know. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier. We've already done, this is the, this is the part two of Get Back Act Two. Yes. This is the second part of us recapping, reacting, and, uh, you know, doing some kind of fashion style criticism. Mostly fashion. Yeah. And so Act if you want to... Pardon. Which so far to me has been the best act, though I haven't seen three. I don't know how three can beat it. Because we kind of know what happens in three Oof, a little that's bit. That's what I thought about too. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But um, we kind of like, you know, if you want to listen to the first one, it was last Sunday. Go on our Patreon forward slash Impossible Way of Life or an Impossible Way of Life on Patreon. I can't remember which one it We're is. And sure. just kind of log in, hack in. And you know what? There's other ways you can get those episodes. You know, there are probably other people who can give you the codes, the RSS feeds and stuff. It's not on, you know, a particularly kind of Fort Noxian style operation we're running. But I'll tell you this. You can get bootlegs of all of these Let It Be tunes. They've been bootlegged for, what, 50 years? You can get all this shit. Certainly. Yeah, eight, nine CD- CDs. I've had it for yeah. years. But, you know, do you want to be a bootlegger or do you want to be in the official Get Back fan club? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same with this podcast. Yeah, sure, you can listen. You can borrow your friend's fucking iPhone and something. But do you want to know that when we're doing this, we're doing it for you, and you're mm-hmm. contributing to the cause. Well, and on a serious note, we really appreciate it. Well, it too. certainly really helps us, yeah. I got, I got, you know, as the saying goes, Christmas is coming, goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, hey, penny will do. If you haven't got a hey, penny, God bless you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know. And I, yeah, and I, and I got a $2,300 car I, fucking repair bill Well, exactly, today, so. and I got a girlfriend with really expensive taste. Young bride. <laughs> You yeah. know what I mean? If if I, she's not showered with gifts Christmas morning, yeah, showered, I'm not gonna be sleeping in my own bed. Well, you certainly you kind of well, I would say you have kind of got like a like a Patty Harrison kind of pretty much, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Where I've got more of a Yoko kind of energy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she's kind of on cold baked beans and yeah, you know, art the whole time doing like scream therapy. And Super stuff like cool that. though. Yeah, well, that's it. That's my kind of more my vibe, you know. And I'm going to screw. No, you got more of a Linda. Patty's cool too. You got a no, Linda. I have more of a Linda. Yeah, hundred sure. percent. Yeah, you got Alex a Linda. is a photographer. Yeah, full Linda. Full of course, Linda. I'm Paul, and of course, you're John. Exactly. How come this keeps happening? Because it's true. Like, there's no. I've even selected the Paul girlfriend. I know. Why? What did I do? Pick the John one. I got you in a little Faraday cage there. I think you could say. 
Anyway. Yeah, it's complicated. Okay, let me see where we were at. I just remember it was basically we ended the last episode on Alan Klein. Right. And how, me- how Billy Preston has just lit up the world. Uh, and then within, you know, you kind of like pick me up and then drop me. And then you get that little kind of moment where John Lennon is like, talks about Alan Klein and he's excited. Yeah. You got any beers? I got some Guinness. I got Guinness. I don't feel like a beer. Do you want a Guinness? Yeah, we could share one. You just have a Guinness. Yeah. You okay. know what? Do you want it in like a, a, is the can okay? Can's good. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, you talk. These people can just wait. It's fine. Let me just get them. Do you, well, I'm not going to pause it. No, I'll talk about it. I want to say something anyway, which is that something's been happening lately that I have never in my life, James, done so much Beatles just chatting on the phone with people and online and texting. I'm telling you, all day my phone's blowing up Beatles. I, I've had five conversations today about this documentary. It's out of control. Like friends from all over. My mother. Up, down, and all around. My mother. You I'm know, glad it, you said that because I kind of want one too. Yeah. It, yeah. The it, Guinness, that is. Guinness felt Christmassy. It felt Beatlesy. I know they're Gewurz Tramina guys and all that. There you go. It's the widget. It's okay. It doesn't overflow. It's the widget. I know. I'm just worried about your couch, buddy. Oh, yeah. Well, you're. It's kind of John Lennon of you to be on the white couch. That's one thing. That's one thing I'll give you as John. You can wear all white. Yeah. I can't do so that. So can Paul. No, not no. India I, period. He did a lot of yeah, like Yeah, but he tan. doesn't look good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't look good. John looks good full white. Right. Yoko looks Yoko looks like a kind of 2009 Mason jar hipster girl. In all white with her like chucks on. She's kind of wearing like, you know those like white jeans that girls wear where they're like, they're cut. They deliberately cut kind of at the ankle. Yeah, Alex has some. Frayed. Yep, she has exactly. Exactly. It's a Yoko move and Yoko's doing it. I like John. He's wearing like, I have a lot of white clothes Mm -hmm. because I'm a health goth. It's white and black. That's it. And I I have a white Henley. That's true. You don't wear colors. No. I have a white... Yeah, I have a white Henley. Mm -hmm. And I have the same shirt that he wears in the... When they're kind of working on two of us. So I have that Henley. I have the same shirt. I have white trousers. I can't pull it off. I feel sort of big boned in it or something. Whereas you kind of have, you know... I think you have to be tremendously skinny to pull it off. Well, thanks. Yeah, well, you know... You, George, and John, for different reasons, have... You know, I think that George has an eating disorder. I think that John's just on heroin. And you, I don't know what it is. I wouldn't dare say. Just your natural kind of libido or something. Just how I look, buddy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, You know, don't drink too many. Guinness is low-cal. Well, you know. Um, I don't know, Alan Klein? Yeah, he um, he was the guy who really was responsible for breaking the Beatles up, I think, in yeah. many ways, because he was this, uh, you know, cutthroat manager cutthroat guy, businessman, business who... Um, Stones, and Stones relationship there or something? Yeah, I guess. I think he was kind of famous for... Uh, you know, really grinding people and getting artists paid a lot of he, money and style. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, I guess that appealed probably Mick or Keith or somebody like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know the situation with Alan Klein, except that you're the Beatles guy. So, Well, I think the only way to truly explain who he is is just to, in reference to Lord of the Rings, probably. We've not figured out who he is. Well, like who he is as a man. No, in really? Lord of the Rings. Well, I think at the point we're at here in episode, at the end of Act Two, right. is kind of like two towers. You know, well, we're so, in the two towers, yeah. So you know, we're at Helm's Deep here. <laughs> There's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. And, and you know what the what the hobbits, the Beatles, are yeah. unaware of is that Saruman, Alan oh, Klein, okay. is is building an army. Back right. in uh, America, he's from, yeah. You know, well, um, the South bit, yeah. I'm gonna watch Lord of the Rings tonight with the audio from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And um, yeah, I think he's Sauron because Sauron is that is no, no one's Sauron. Sauron, we said, is like the future of music. Spotify, it's Spotify. Daniel, yeah. and he's proving it by like defense. He's paying. He just like what did he do? Like. D- Daniel Eck, the Spotify guy, mm-hmm. like put like a hundred billion dollars into AI defense tech. Yeah, yesterday or something. Yeah, we're truly we've got Stockholm syndrome as musicians. It's fucking hilarious, and I feel like all the orcs are like playlists. <laughs> yeah, or and then so like then even lower than that, the musicians. It actually, I do, I've got to say, uh-huh. I do find it disgusting. And I'm not saying this from a position of privilege here because, like, you know, my band probably does it and, like, everyone does. And I get it. And, I, and like, even, like, last year, I'd be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, Spotify, like, playlist, all this kind of, like, self-congratulation, you know, stuff. You're like, okay, whatever. It's fine. But, like, this year, for some reason, like, just, like, t- my phone's... I'm really close to being offline I'd There's love, something about it that I is like, love but you've got to be on the cusp of something, right? Like it's got to be like there, there'll be a point when it's, that's the only way to be. Yeah. The Beatles, you know, and like the Beatles kind of have made bands cool, right? Again, like certain things are going to be cool. I worry about people like, you know, Kevin Morby, like where, where are they going to, what are they going to do? Is he Dylan? Is what, he Timothy what? Chalamet? <laughs> is he like fuging. you're fuging? No, you're fuging. But I gotta know. <laughs> what, like, overall, what's he gonna do in in terms of what? Is he online? Is he offline? Which oh. on, he's really cool. Like he's really focused on being cool. So like, Pitchfork's gone. Oh, it's gone. His it's what happens well, now. We should to ask people. Bleaker about this. We're gonna need to get him on. He will be on to talk Beatles. Oh well, he's. Do you think the be Beatles on. get on any playlists ever? I think that like it's interesting because like their most famous songs are like George songs. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Get, here comes the sun. Probably is on a few playlists. I think it's on a couple. You don't wake see up. them wake up, go to sleep, <laughs> sunset. Yeah, sunset. Yeah. Memories. Actually, it's pretty funny when they're talking about get back and then like um, two of us on mm-hmm. this and. Paul, at one point, he's kind of fuging a bit himself, and he says, yeah, it's like, it's, uh, I can't do the voice because I'm actually from there, so it's just really hard for me to do Right. You're really good at all of them. Yeah, um, I can do Paul, you know. Yeah, it's, it's no problem. Not, you know, it's, I just have to do my own voice. That's it. I just do my own voice, you know. All I do is, you know, just say you know, and then it's just, yeah, I am, it's just actually my voice. Paul, I already sound like Paul. Ooh, 
I was I'm up I, here, you know. Yeah. You're doing me. You, you go down yeah. there, you know. G G G. Give peace, this peace is and love. All right, all right to to fight for your right. Um, Joel just. It seems to be that it doesn't blues. sound very good in this rehearsal space. Could we get a tie that looks exactly the same as this carpet? <laughs> Mal, I'd like the whatever the vegetable order is, but can With they cream, put cheese sauce? Cream cheese cre- sauce. Cream cheese sauce on the broccoli. <laughs> That's sort of like, you know, all things must pass right there. Cheese sauce on the broccoli, you know. Yeah, well, that's what he was trying to that's say. That's what that song is about. Uh-huh. Uh, what was I saying? You know Something that Ruddle song, Cheese and Onions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have to spell it out? <laughs> C-H-E-E-S-C-A-N-D-O-N-I-O-N-S. Oh, no. <laughs> Could be a Beatles song. <laughs> yeah. You've been dealing in paraphernalia. You're oh. my number one. Number one, number one. You're my second to none. The songs are so Some good. good songs. You know the one the that's Ruttles. greatest? Time goes on, as we all know, naturally. <laughs> people come and people go, naturally. Let's be natural it's ever good. since the world began. It's really good. It's kind of John. Every woman, George. every man. Yeah, it's like, that one's like, here comes, or sorry, happiness is a warm gun yeah. meets uh, Dear Prudence. Yeah, yeah. They're so all it's like, got the Indian stuff. No, no, no. There well, isn't. Well, Dear Prudence has got an Indian vibe, right? It it's is about like that. it's about you know prudence. Yeah, who there's got a Ringo one too. Because we're living in hope, living in hope. <laughs> yeah, we're living in hope. What was he up to today on Instagram? Peace and love in everybody. He said it's all happening. Yeah, he's partying, dude. Because the doc's out. He's probably cashed in a couple more mil. He's like, he's like, I'm back, man. He's Beatles back. are back. Beatles, in a big Beatles way. are good. Beatles are fucking biggest band in the world. Again. Turns out. I'm telling you, man. Take a look at my phone from today. Beatles, 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 yeah. Beatles, Beatles, yeah. Beatles. Hey, Johnny, you seen B- the new Beatles? Doc? Yeah. Have you watched Act 2 yet? I mean, yeah. I, I don't you, get you're any You're my 10th conversation today about that. I actually do. My friend Joe in England, who's going to come on our pod, he's been doing it. And he had a lot to say about it. And then, and he won't mind me saying this because, uh, you know, we're old friends. He had a lot to say. And we're, we've got like a time differential. You know, he's right. like eight hours ahead. Yeah. And he was going off the other night. And then in the morning, he was like, could you tell that I was high last night when i was i was like it's the only way to be it's the only way to be it, it's, it's he 1968 was, he was he was getting keyed up he was keyed it. up watching the Beatles, texting me about the like the the potentiality that you know like ringo is a mute you know he does say though he says not really yeah that's the only line he's had in this so far he said obladi oblada obladi oblada and then he and he started seeing when they started doing act naturally he was like wanna put me in the movie like that just for a second um so you know alan klein we all know what happens i just thought it was Uh, i don't really know it's not interesting he's an idiot i think Uh, it's just a cautionary tale and it's just sad to see paul wanted linda's dad yeah also a conflict of interest uh, Eastman something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's. It's like it's just one of those big, big sort of American. Like yeah. they made all their money from like trading with the Nazis and then sort of got out. And, so you can yeah. see how John and George want this guy who's like trying to give everybody a kind of crazy deal. Paul wants Linda's dad. That's yeah. not going to go over. No. And then Alan Klein, I think, did some nasty shit to Paul. Mm-hmm. Like tried to kind of. 
yeah. get John Break and George legs. do something. And Paul was like, that's it. It's interesting as well because like the thing that you take you take away from it is like even the Beatles. I mean, we talk about McCartney. He's like this now, of course. I mean, he's like literally number one, but he still has to prove that number, he's number one, one. Number one. Yeah. What? Well, like? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing rattles. Yeah, now. I know we're doing the rattles. <laughs> the real Beatles. Yeah. The band the Beatles could have been. Yeah. That's Wings. Um, they're so vulnerable. Even in these moments, they need a manager. The sort of the vacuum of Epstein. Well, that's you could say that that's when it all went wrong. Yeah, because they've got no, they've not got no daddy. That's what Paul said. We kind of need a daddy yeah. to say. You know what I didn't mention about this first, this second episode happens at the start. That Interesting. I thought Paul was very cool about Yoko. I okay. thought when he was just saying, you know, it's not if he, it's up to John if he wants to be with her all the time yeah and then they said well surely there could be some kind of a compromise and paul said well if i'm not willing to compromise then why should they so i have to first you know yeah and he, he and i thought i thought it was very mature of him while the cameras were rolling would to be say that. fucking really annoying wouldn't it though if your girlfriend was showing up all the time and you were in a band with someone i mean it kind of seems like they don't even acknowledge her presence she though. doesn't really seem to be that there either yeah if she was talking all the time that, that being would said, be right after the alan klein enter alan klein moment enter sandman yeah there is that like yoko primal scream shit where she's like playing you know like she's like screaming and john's playing drums and they're like on ringo's shit they're all over each other and it's just like she's she sounds like a fucking anti-vaxxer like going off in a walmart or something one of those people who'd be like, I am a free citizen. Uh, you can't arrest me. It's really annoying. Especially when someone... Look, I'm annoyed. I'll admit. I said I find it quite frustrating uh, and sort of pedantic And when McCartney's like hamming it up, playing Martha My Dear on like his piano or teaching some like blind children how to like yeah. play every song ever because it's all the same, it's all the same chords, you know? Yeah. But... The yin to that yang is like letting your girlfriend show up and do some scream therapy shit when you're in the beat. You're in the Beatles. It's not like you're in like a noise band. You're not like you're a bad band. And she comes in and does that. It's like fluxus nonsense. Okay. There was a ladder, you know. I, I climbed up the ladder and at the top it was like, why not be yeah. sexy? Why not to flow freely? Yeah. Um, okay. My What I'll say about that is this. And just let me say my piece here yeah i think okay. i am a fan of some of yoko's music right her records yeah, yeah i am yeah. i like some of the albums mm -hmm. you know um and i'm a fan of linda's sausages yeah um so I, I think some of the songs are actually quite good i like her stuff on double fantasy Try there's the a Shepherd's few albums Pie. that are good uh but i will agree that in the context of the beatles yeah, like, you know, she's just not like, a part of the band. Just, like, kind of hang back. Yeah, make Be, records. It's fine with John, whatever. Just, like, hang like, back. Just know your place. Like, you know. But, you know, I think Paul kind of, like, he's, like, jamming and stuff. Like, I think they're kind of into it. Yeah, maybe. Like, like I think they think it's kind of freaky and, like, 60s and, like, yeah. cool. And actually, and, and Paul is the freaky one. He's the arty one. Yeah. Like when it, they start talking about the India, like, and we're kind of fuguing here because it's a bit chronologically forward, but they're talking about 
the the videos he's seen all the like the the footage from yes. India, you know. Okay, and he's like because he's the arty guy, right? They all the others are in their like mansions, like in the in the home counties. Here's my really. This is a hot take. Okay. T. Uh, sorry, what do we call that? Hot take. TM. Or yeah, whatever? TM. Yeah. Because we've yeah we patented that, right? I think so. So no one else is allowed to use hot no take. No one else. Right? U- no one else uses okay. that. So. Here's the thing. The original Let It Be film, I've seen many times. I've heard of it. Had a VHS copy of it as a kid growing up. Yeah, I've heard of it. That film gets a bad rap. And I was always like, oh, it's pretty good. Starting to see why. Right. Because this scene where Paul's talking about their trip to India is in it. But it comes after, right after all the fighting at Twickenham, him and George, everything. And then all it does, the whole scene is Paul talking, telling them all about India, and it comes off like he's trying to get them interested in something. Right. Because they don't show any of the previous stuff of them having a great time jamming all that. And then it's just Paul monologuing, and they cut to John and George kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And And then it's, you know... In this movie, yeah. John says, oh, you know, the helicopter part and all that. Yeah. That was so interesting. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's a conversation. But in the other one, Paul just keeps going and saying, and you know, when you went up in the helicopter and you said, I thought he might slip me the answer. And John's kind of like, ha, 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 ha. That's it. Yeah. There's no give and take. Yeah. So he does paint a negative picture that they're not, like, I think... And you yeah. can see, I'm fuging a bit here, but listen Yeah, to no, this. we can fuge. You can see that this director, Hogg, has no Michael vision. Hogg. No vision. Well, also perhaps nothing, like it's like Jodorowsky's Dune. Like n- there's no, there's no kind of, no one's made a movie like this yet. Like I guess they like Pennebacher had, I guess. They'd made documentaries. Like you, you had uh, you know what, who's the guy back? who did Harlan County USA and all that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that stuff had come out like I don't know, man. But what I'm saying is like John Lennon, like they're in the control room and he's like, I don't even know what I'm making, what this movie yeah, is. And no, John's like, it's already good enough. Yeah. John's like he gets it. The yeah. Beatles all get it. Yeah. They're like, what you've got is gold here. Yeah. But so I think he needed a narrative and he wanted that narrative to be I'm going to paint the picture of the breakup okay and I think that's lazy directing is what I'm saying interesting well we'll have to see what happens in in uh Peter Jackson's knocked it out of the park so far I well, think listen, like he's willing to say willing to say better than desolation of smog be- better than desolation row you said earlier yeah I don't remember the names of any of the other Hobbit films I've never seen them I once watched The Fellowship of egregious, the Ring. Egregious, egregious, buddy. I watched The Fellowship of the Ring with my friends Paul, Nick, I, uh, I don't know who else was there, Rick, maybe. Uh, we were all on acid. There was probably some more people there. And I remember we were watching The Fellowship of the Ring and then realized, and none of the other ones are out yet. Yeah. And I remember halfway through it having this like, feeling of dread knowing that it was not gonna end because it was like just the first of three movies and i've read the books of course so that and then i was like i'm never gonna watch any of these lord of the rings movies now it's sort of like broke my it broke my mind a bit i think you should now after seeing well this. i'm gonna watch it with the beatles audio yeah you- has anyone referenced if they're the same length it's got to be close dude. yeah it's got to be yeah. close 
You think so? You know what's a sick vibe? What? George Harrison's two things. Him suggesting they do a kind of reach out, I'll be there style thing. I think he might have just been making fun of the song sounding like that. Okay, maybe. But But like Billy Preston's there, so that would be pretty weird, like to sort of make fun of like that. Well, no, just making fun of the song, Get Back being like similar. Reach out. Yeah, okay. Get Back. I don't know if he's making fun, but I think that he does a lot more making fun than people realize. Yeah. We're talking about. when they're to- the India shit, fugue a bit to go, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we're kind of time waves here, moving back and forwards in time and stuff. That's what we can, we've always Christopher done. Nolan, it's fine. That's what we've always we can done. do it. There's four different realms, right? Dreams, like you go dream within a dream within a dream. Yeah, Rivendell, uh, Mordor, oh, the okay. Shire. Yeah, or just like the car falling off the bridge. Yeah. Below that, it, not Ice World, the realms that's three. of men. The, Ice World, and then it's that place that Leo has been stuck with his girlfriend for ages, and the they're building top, the kind of beach house. No, it's like building shit down there in Inception. But then they're on a plane in real life. But yeah, you know, I like um, think he seems George really pissed at McCartney, who has quite a stoic and like. We talked about the invisible communion between Lennon and McCartney that mm. you see a lot. This is more of a kind of open one where they're both like, we weren't being ourselves in India and like we never even got to see a real person because we were like the fool on the hill. We were like in the mansion on a hill looking down. It would have been nice to see how real people lived in India. Yeah. And George really doesn't like it. He's really like, yeah, it's funny because we were there to find out who we were, you know, not to be ourselves there. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot, man. But I did think like he was some right. Like early colonial kind of like, you know, that kind of like go and stay in South Africa in a, in a fake shanty town and shoot elephants and For feel sure. what it's like. to He's be, like 25 or something though. I think he's but, 24 actually. Yeah, but I did think he was right though. Totally with you on all that. Oh yeah. But I did think what he said was right though when he was like, Rhythm you know, we went there blues. to find out who we really are and he's like, and if if you think about it, like the who we what we're doing right now is like not at all who we right. really are. So yeah. I was like, that's totally sure. spot on. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, we also know that he at this point is in the cult. Like, he's, and we he's, know what he's about to make. Yeah, like my sweet lord. Yeah, like, he's um, he's got the glassy eyed Like, yeah. he's all, all in. Yeah, and these guys are kind of like, yeah, like that needs to be a. Uh, there needs to be a kind of revisionist reading of that stuff, I think. He gets off the hook a lot with that stuff. I mean, I'm not suggesting, I'm not saying from like a woke perspective, but actually it's pretty naff if you think about it. Yeah. That he's just went over there and kind of like got real, it's like, you know, gap year, like gap year George. Yeah. I had a year off before university and went to Rishikesh and now like I'm, that's my whole vibe. Yeah, well, I personally yeah. don't like that record for the those particular lyrics or anything. Not a big yeah. old, I've got to say I'm not a big old things must pass guy. <clears throat> I am, but it's yeah. not. I could care less about the lyrical content of, of the, that stuff. There was a nice moment in the documentary where they offer him a slide opportunity, a slide guitar opportunity. Yes. And they say, this is a cheap one. If he's good at it, we'll get him a real one. And that's prescient. Yeah. Quite beautiful. Yeah, Good spot from Peter Jackson. Because he hadn't really done any in, in Beatles, right? No, hadn't got, he hadn't, there's not really slide. 
Yeah, I can't really think of anything that has slide. No. And then John rips it on For You Blue. Yeah. He's great on it. Oh, and what about um, when... A lot of people talking about, is John the worst musician in the Beatles? Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. And you know what I say to you? Fuck off. It's the Beatles. They all bring a like a certain edginess, energy, a thing to it. Yeah, I'm not gonna go ahead and rank. yeah, but Johnny technically, yes, he's the worst. <laughs> technically, is he the worst? I think so. Yeah. It's funny though because like you know, I saw my friend Lowell, who I'd love to get on the pod actually, post a thing today on Instagram. He's talking about like every person he's ever played music with mm-hmm. is one of the four Beatles. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Like there's no room There outside. are no musicians who aren't. Yeah. This is the crazy thing. Yeah. You get everyone we know. Yeah. Name a person we know who plays music. Give it to me. I don't know anybody. <laughs> Mike Kamaschuk. John. Okay. Luke Paquin. John. Big time John. Okay. Hilarious. Cutting. Yeah. F- you know, funniest guy in the room. Okay. Bleaker. <coughs> let him answer that for Ringo. himself. Ringo. I'll Best hang. Great Chill hang. To me, if I say Ringo, that's yeah. the biggest compliment of all four. Yeah. If someone gets... I'm talking energy. I no. don't know. You know what? I, I know all the people who wish they were George, but they don't, they're only doing it because they're... They misunderstanding that George is a bit of a prick and he's timid and they think he's kind of just like the hot mystic one that like didn't really have to commit to doing much. No, I think the real Georges out there yeah. know the flaws in them. Do being you know Georges. a George? Yeah, Sam Blasucci, a guy just produced. Okay, full George. Yeah. Full, full George. George. Full George. Cool. Okay. Um, you heard it here first. Dan Calusi's a George too. Yeah. Okay, Big sure. Time. Yeah. yeah. And Ben's Ringo. So you were, you were the full four. Oh, of course. Yeah. Always. Yeah. There was never, we knew that from the start. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what about in your group? Um, Brandon's Ringo. Yeah, but he'd think he was George. He's aspirationally no, but, George. No, he's not though. Yeah. Me and Graham are both John. Jeff's Paul. Paul yeah. You're John. And so Graham's, Graham. a, Graham's John. Grabs a John. Yeah. 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 There's two Johns. Two yeah. Johns don't make a right. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah. I think. Um, I've taken a lot away from, you know, this po- this uh, podcast, <laughs> from this uh, Get Back Act 2. One of the main things, mm-hmm. never going to tune my guitar again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems unimportant. Seems, Actually, you know what? Seems like about, kind of the secret to their sound. You know what's funny as well is like they have that Fender PA. Mm-hmm. I see that Fender PA. Get them dead cheap. They exist. That that that's I've seen them all the time. You probably get one right now on Facebook Marketplace. Like, and now they're going to go up in value so much because they're not good. It's just I think a, you're giving people a lot of credit that anyone else has noticed that besides us. Of course us. they have. You know, Kevin Parker only needs to use a DBX-165 and it's worth like four grand on, on Reverb.com. Yeah. You know, I mentioned in the last podcast that I have a Korg EX-8000. You, you should see the price wow. change. Skyrocketing? It's unbelievable. And, I know, and I'm going to say it right now that I'm, I'm keen on switching to an ES-335 and yeah. uh you know good luck finding one of those in vancouver now that's the well i mean i know where you could find one 
You have one? No, I don't, but you could go. I've had a left-handed one before, but I switched it for a Ricky. I always regret selling guitars. That's what Luke plays. What? A lefty 335, John. Paquin has one. Yeah. He also has a 70s Strat. Yeah, he never plays it. He only plays a 335. I guess I know that somehow. It's like brown, kind of. I want to buy his Telecaster off bays, but, you know, that's for another day. Yeah. I guess. Saw him the other day at the show. It's interesting. Steve? Yeah, saw him. Yeah. Nice. Um, Graham, actually, from my band, shout out to Graham Jones. He's going tomorrow morning, which will already have happened. I'll try and get photos for you guys, to get a George Harrison haircut. He's, go, he's got, right now, he's got long hair, and he's going bangs, all in, long, mop-top George. That's what I'm talking about. The world is completely obsessed with this documentary. Yeah. Yes, that may be just my own algorithm on my phone and the people <laughs> I know, but uh, Feels it seems way. like we're all really immersed in this. What do you know about um, Ringo being sick in Sweden? <clears throat> Nothing. That was hilarious. Billy Nichols, yeah. the replacement drummer. So spinal tap. Not much, but yeah. That, drummer. That's funny. And he used to go, one, one two. two. <laughs> it's actually funny because we had a rehearsal the other day where we, because we're playing some shows coming up. We had a rehearsal the other day and we were talking to Graham, our drummer, and we're like, can we figure out your stick counts? Because it changes all the time. And he's like, well, I always say it, you know. You know, it's, it could have been a bit He's like, oh, I always say it, like two, three, four. It's like, yeah, but on stage it's loud. We can't hear you. And he's like, well, I don't know how to fix that. It's just going to be whatever I'm thinking in my head at the time. I'm like, well, that's why it doesn't work because sometimes you do a three <laughs> and we think you're going to do a four. We can't hear you. And if we turn around, and we'll, maybe we'll be able to, but it's not very prof- not very prof- professional, is it? No, you know? it's not professional at no, all. No, not at all. Yeah. So, you know, Actually, you um, new, new friend of the pod, my friend Madison. Nice. Um, Shout out to Madison. Sh- she, is she, she a patron? I believe so. Okay, if she's a patron, shout out. If not, just, <laughs> hey, what's up? She was saying something cool to me today. We were talking Beatles. Yeah. And she Let's w- talk Beatles. Yeah, she was saying... Should we change the name of the podcast? To Let's Talk Beatles? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I saw? I don't want to interrupt you. I know I'm doing it again, but it's the Guinness and the J... It was the blended scotch in the Guinness. That's okay. That's um, okay. That someone, a fan of the pod, friend of the pod posted his like spotify wrap-up and we were his second most listened to podcast behind an a beatles podcast someone we know say it i don't remember their name i just oh. remember like there's a beatles podcast someone listens to a beatles podcast more than ours we're now. there yeah more than us i gotta listen to it shocking i gotta listen to it i want to go on it well i feel like you'll listen to it and they'll do like Hey, you're listening to brought to you by QuickBooks. The Welcome Beatles. to Breakfast with the it Beatles. It is that vibe, yeah. you know. It'll be like, yeah. Anyway, sorry, yeah. Madison was saying, nice. She said, "There's something about this documentary." I thought it was cool that she's like, it sort of feels so voyeuristic okay. to watch it. She was like, it almost David feels Lynch. like naughty to watch. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, why am I? privy yeah. to this sure kind Why? of cal mclaughlin blue velvet you're yeah, in the cupboard exactly and bit. like the hidden you're watching Isabella Rossellini sort of feels a little bit dirty you're like yeah. uh, these guys you love like why am i allowed well, to see the this? the hidden microphone felt a little bit kind of it felt like naughty but nice kind of did me. you see i sent you a message 
uh, you're probably on your way here. What's what's with the letter that John? I glanced at it. I don't know. Maybe from Alan Klein. There was Apple Corpse. It's talk. weird, and it mentions Yoko and stuff. Weird. Anyone has any intel on that? It says like, I'm sorry to be saying this to you, Yoko. It's just that this is really important to me, and then starts mentioning Apple Corps and stuff. That's strange. Yeah. Okay, lo- so where are we at? I'll tell you where we're Two at. Two of us? I'll tell you where we're at. No, we've gone fuguing. Oh. Like, we're basically at... Well, no, we haven't. They've done... We we kind of talked about it on the last episode. The, and you mentioned, like, the John Lennon may never have said he likes a McCartney song, but the look that Did he Did you gives, see the look? I don't think the look's the look. I think it's oh. spliced. I don't, but I will tell you, uh, I will I tell know. you, like, I watched it three or four times. More than the look is George is emphatic. This is what we should do. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it means, the, that means the world to Paul. For sure. And it's be- it is beautiful to beautiful see. Beautiful scene. Paul really is. And then he feels uncomfortable when George is like, what was the last one we did? And he's like, Hey, Jude. And he feels hey, him, he feels like he doesn't want it. He really doesn't want it to be in that moment. Yeah. He's really, but as beautiful as that is, disappointing that the next scene is him basically saying, well, we've got one good one. I want to press ahead, you know? And he's like, well, I like Dig a Pony and, you know, don't let me down. And he doesn't say like, yeah, they're good too. He's like, right, anyway. You know. Haven't got my base worked out yet yeah. on that one. And he's and like, well, we're like well, we've all, all got it, so... Yeah. And you're thinking, like, he can't take the win. He's relentless. Well, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not sure I want to release that yeah. as a single yet. It's, Just go with dude, it. Dude, he can't take the win. No. He's, he's brutal. I know. It's savage. I know. You know? Norm would say. That, I see, I wouldn't go that far. I'd do it. if I. That's where I'm not Paul to the, that yes. extent. If, yeah. if everybody was like, Johnny, this is the great song. Let's release it. I'd be yeah. like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's possible and that he's just blinded by glenn johns's double-breasted yellow coat at that point you know or he's had one too many of those j and b's and coats well he's wearing a nice mustard shirt so kind of whoever's styling them at that point has said yellow's in today we're using yellow yeah it's weird because mal evans is in a kind of he's like borrowed one of paul's rishikesh shirts yeah at that point which is kind of weird how about that shot of Mal Evans playing the tambourine that's gone oh, viral? It's amazing. Fantastic. Did you think it was interesting that John, I, I think you'll have noticed this, like John and George start teaming up. You start seeing it. Yeah. It's basically from the hidden microphone moment. Yeah. And you see it when John is just like, we'll just let Billy join the band. And then George is like, I want Dylan to. <clears throat> and they're obviously like messing about, but it's like, Paul does not like it. You know what I Power. loved about that, though, is yeah. there's one part where they're talking about the drums on Dig a Pony. Yes. And it's so great because Paul, I was like, I, I said to Alex, I turned to her and I said, good for you, Paul. I was happy because he, cause such a they're, Paul. they're talking about the drums and John's saying, you know, Ringo, do the dum bump yeah. bop do the snare like on the on the two and the four or on the one and the three or something with it yeah. you know and ringo's kind of confused and it's the three of them john george and ringo talking about it and paul's he's butting out and i'm like good for you keep your mouth shut for a bit and then what happens 
eventually John needs a little help. And he yeah. says, Paul, what do, you, what do you think it should be? Like, how should we do it? And Paul's kind of very quiet and humble. He says, well, you know, maybe, you, are you doing the, the big symbol when you hit the kick? Doringo. And I'm like, good for you, because that's the coolest part of the song. And Paul, uh-huh. if you hang back, and yeah. wait till they want your opinion. Yeah. You know he's smart. It's kind of like uh, George Costanza with like the joke and leave the room. Exactly. Kind of vibe. Exactly. And yeah. then because that's the uh-huh, uh-huh, and that's yeah. like the coolest part of that song. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, that's the way you do it, Paul. Don't jump in right out the top and tell them how to do mm-hmm. it. You know. Anyway, that's no. I like it. What do you think about? Since now, because Ringo's so fucking solid. He's a rock. He just stays out of it. Haven't heard him mess up on the drum. Haven't heard anything going no. on drums that yeah. I didn't like. Oh, the whole documentary. He's not said anything. He just stays out of it. Yeah. You know? and No, but the drumming's all. No, have you no, heard it? Amazing. been like, what the hell is no, he playing? Amazing. It's amazing drumming. Um, yeah. Do you think, power dynamic wise, that another sort of trespass? from Macca is when he starts and and it, and again it's interesting because they sort of figure it out when he's like let me play guitar on two of us and you can just see George is like motherfucker just stop you know just like give us a break and he tries to get John to play bass he's like I can't play bass and sing you know and they're sort of saying like come on man like you're just you're doing the thing that yesterday yesterday because this is only two weeks yeah we said please don't I just left the band and you can't, he's relentless. But then it winds up working so great. It does work out well. It's funny, though, because as soon as he picks up the guitar and starts playing, John starts singing Obladi Oblada to him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, that is low. And George's guitar part, though, he rolls off the high end. Yeah. And he starts doing kind of a bassy thing. It's yeah. beautiful. Kind of a Stephen Stills vibe. And it works perfect. Kind of a Stephen yeah, Stills kind of kind of like. Ships. Yeah, it's, it kind of has a wooden ship. For sure. Doom, doom, doom. But it's yeah. like. Uh, and then they're like, oh, we'll add things in later, yeah. but they never do. And it's beautiful arrangement, that. So no bass on it? No. Yeah, it's no. pretty cool. They just do two acoustics, electric. Glenn's and- good, you know. Yeah. He's good, you know. Yeah. Glenn's good, you know. I mean, he wears funny clothes, you know, but he's, he's good, you know. He's good, you he's know. He's good. He's good. You know, and, you know, a lot of people say he's not a good producer. You know, He's a, he's a good engineer, though, you know. He's yeah. good. It sounds good. Those, it does those, sound good. Those tracks. Okay, hot take. Sounds good. It does like <laughs> so? Yeah, AKG C thirty sounds good. Well, tell me about the mics. It's an AKG C thirty, the one that you like, the t- the one with the long, the sort of Jetson style. Yeah, one. yeah. It's a C twenty eight, but uh, like they made only. You can get a C twenty eight, which is the same thing, but just in a mic. Mm-hmm. But the C thirty is just with this extra mad kind of Jetsons bit. Yeah. To make it look futuristic. You can get an old one for like three grand. It's not even that bad. They've got U87s on everything, right? Like everything. Overheads, ma- uh, guitar amps. Yeah. It's all 87s. Acoustic guitar. Everything. Yeah. You know, and they're singing into AKG mics, I think, mostly. Although they sung in to Neumann. I don't know what it was. I thought it looks like a KM84 and 86, but I don't really know what it is. I didn't look it up, but that's the best Ringo's thing you can do. snare and floor always fully toweled. Oh, yeah. Fully toweled. Oh, off. yeah. Yeah. Well, that's rack, like late. Rack Tom's wide open. Late, uh, late Beatles. Uh-huh. There's kind of two eras of Beatles drums, I uh-huh. think. 
you know, over, uh-huh. overall. This early and sort of late, and then the towels come in at some point. The gloves yeah. come off. Towels come in, the gloves come off, you know. You know what they exactly, say. Exactly, yeah. Fuck, I'm desperate for a cigarette, man, after watching the fucking amount that they smoke. <laughs> it's like going back to Europe. Uh-huh. It's like when I go to Hamburg, this is what happens to me. I just go in, you know, to the closest bar I can find, just sort of woodshed in there for hours, you know. Talk to a, you know some local Fraulein, you know, working sure. at the bar. Oh, sure. Sigs. Sigs and Steiners, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. I've been there. You know, though, but I love when Paul, when they're talking about the bass on Two of Us, though, that he's yeah. like, he says something great. He's like, bass is kind of lame. <laughs> like, he says something like that. He's like, yeah. he's like, bass is a bit bad. It's kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever heard of I bass. feel like that about bass sometimes, because I got stuck on, I've been stuck on bass for ages. I've started playing it like Stevie Wonder style. I've been using a, a, a synth instead. Right on. Which is funny, because they do a two of us Stevie Wonder style version. Nice. Don't they? Yeah. That's you know? what John wanted yeah, it to be Yeah, he's kind like. of, let's make it more kind of. Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, you know they needed. They would have been if Billy Preston was there that day. Feels like hot take here. Okay. Two of us kind of weirdly doesn't feel like a Beatlesy song, except it's so good. It's great song, but doesn't feel like a Beatles. Maybe song Maybe it's more me. of a CSNY song. Doesn't really feel that Beatlesy to me. We don't it's folky. Own. Yeah, it's very folky. It's folky. Yeah, it's like well, they're into like. Well, like humble pie and stuff. It's like it's like you know one. You know you always write that one that's kind of like that's a weird one on the album, but it's good. In their case, it's really good. It is good, but it's a weird song. It's a I weird mean, it's one, one of the on best the songs though on the record. Yeah, but it's a weird one on the album too. Yeah. It doesn't really fit in with anything. Long and winding road, let it be fit together. Oh, I've got a feeling one after nine oh nine. Why does Joe? Sorry, why does Paul think long? A wine road's a good song. I don't know. It's weird because he really he puts that up there. It's funny in that Q interview, the one where he's like that he rehashed recently. He talks about himself in the third person as being the guy who wrote "Let It Be," "Hey Jude," and the long and winding road. It's like that is not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fan of that era of Paul. Some people like that. I'm not a fan of the beer anthem, Paul. It's like Noel Gallagher. He's Noel, (laughs) and Liam is John. Yeah. I feel like Two of Us belongs more on... A Will Smith album. The solo McCartney or something. Feels like a Wings song, but that's where he's going. Teddy Boy, those... On Wildlife. Yeah. It would be on the second side of Wildlife. I like the second side better. Don't like the first side. No. Nothing happening. No. At all. Bip bop, bee bop boo, <laughs> doop doop dap doop, doo dap doo. Yeah. <laughs> pub singing. So pub karaoke. But you know what I mean? Yeah. I love Let It Be as an album. You got One After Nine or Nine, I've Got a Feeling, Get Back. I've heard it. All good. For You Blue. Those all work together. I've heard it. Weirdly, I Me Mine and Across the Universe yeah. kind of work together. Yeah. I mean, I Me Mine. Is a pirate song. Yeah. And Across the Universe pirate. is very much so. But it's like, he's kind of Pagan like more, pirate. more Genghis Khan. Yeah. More yeah. of a kind of, well, it's definitely like foreign. Sort of like he's got the, what the, do you call the, yeah, the, tell the sextant no, 100%, out. Yeah, sextant. 100%. Yeah, sextant. Words are flowing out. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, 100%. It's I sort mean, of a, it's a pirate, kind of more, a thoughtful pirate. I would say it's kind of like Silk Root. Yes. 
So it's like land pirate. <laughs> Marco Polo kind of. A hundred percent. Yeah. Imaginary cities. Yeah. yeah. It's Italo Calvino. It's journeying, adventuring. It's back to yeah. psychogeography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Landscape of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Kublai Khan. I yeah. don't know. The Mongols. Sure. Yeah. I'm a Mongoloid. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, it is. It's Land Pirate, Dandy Highwayman. Let it be Long and Winding Road. Obviously go together. Uh, and then you've got yeah. The Outlier, two of us. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, Dig a Pony also with I've Got a Feeling and all that. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Isn't there a Stevie Wonder song called Two of Us? You and I. Yeah. You're thinking of You and I. Yeah. Great song. Yeah. So what's that all about? Well, different songs. I mean, his version of We Can Work It Out is really good. Mm -hmm. Really good high harmony in that that only Stevie could do. Yeah, I never really liked the Beatles version that much. No, and his version of it's insane. And he sings this. Ladies and gentlemen, go listen to his version of We Can Work It Out. Everyone has heard it. But in the second chorus, he just belts this like monotone high harmony that I could just listen to all day. Stevie's good? Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you seen him recently? No. And neither is he. Not good? Well, he's not seen himself, has he? Yeah. Um, I tell you what, though. Billy Preston's smile. Infectious. 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 Completely infectious. infectious. And I wonder how he feels about a cup of tea. I wonder how he feels about that kind of culture. What about him walking in day two yeah. looking like a million bucks? Well, they styled him up. Yeah. They styled him And he well. like does a little twirl, does a little, yeah. takes off the overcoat yeah. with that lining inside. Yeah. That well, no, gold. they've had his, they've had his, their Savile Row experts <laughs> because they're talking about him joining the band. Yeah. And like, I thought it's very interesting how, and I don't think, I think again, like it's hard to judge because it's of history, but they're fucking loaded, aren't they, the Beatles? But maybe also the Beatles don't know they're loaded, weirdly. I don't really understand, you know, you never know. Because I know there are stories of Paul when he goes to the Mulligan Tire, like being broke because like they've had the money nicked or whatever, or they can't get it out yeah. of Apple. But they're talking about Billy and George is like, I wanted to join the, the band, but also is like, We'll just pay him musician rates. You know, we'll pay him what well, you know Nicky like, Hopkins rates. Yeah. And you're thinking like it's pretty weird. And then Paul broaches it. He says, You're all right coming here, you know. Yeah. You know, we should go he's like, I've got nothing else to do, man. He's like, Oh, you should pay you know, he's thinking you're gonna get paid or something. You know, it's kinda I got a take that I don't even wanna say, but oh, I'm gonna say it because no. we have a show. Yeah. Which is that I'm not sure how into it Paul is. That Billy's there at I first. don't think he's into it. That John and George are really into it. I don't want to say it. No, I know. I want them to all be I into know. it. But I kind of think Paul's a bit like, well, I can play the keys I on could do all it. these. Yeah. yeah. I think he thinks, I hate to say it. No, I don't want to say it. I think that they need, like we all know that the music sounds great, but I think Paul's thinking, if this was just a record, I could do it. And he's and you know, so it traditional. Might it he's might be like, true. He's like, we don't want to fifth the Beatle. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, dude, just chill out. It's it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough take. He obviously gets into it. Well, yeah. I mean, because he, he, like, he gets into it because he, he likes music. Yeah. He loves music, but he also has this like 
just massive ego that yeah. really, really stops him. It sort of like pulls him back, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and ultimately, it pulled him back his entire career. Yeah. And, you know, like, they... He, I don't know if he ever was able to have fun. It, you know, we were talking in the last episode about the sort of round table moment at the start of Act Two. Yes, and John is really holding court, and it's wonderful to watch. And he's mm-hmm. making Paul laugh, and I'm not sure Paul really is laughing. I That's said what that. My mom said, "Yeah," but when they're doing Get Back, he is. It's real. Like he's really enjoying it. Yeah, and he's. I, he's a fragile person. I think the the hot take would be, and we'll get onto it more in the next episode, is that we all know, like John, John's kind of trespasses, like you know, his like ego and all the May Peng stuff, all the politics stuff, the Yoko stuff. It was all in the public, right? And you know, like. Child of nature to jealous guy is a great ana- like kind of analogy for it because it's like that also is the transition of his ego into like I'm just gonna wear it I'm just gonna wear it out on you know in front of everyone yeah and sometimes that's really ugly but Paul's been really careful he's kept it really calculated and in and I and I wonder if it's affected his music he's not been able to like have he's been so private like i wonder if it's like impacted him even you know starting then you know yeah and the ways in which he's tried to sort of you so your mother said the same thing because it's it's interesting to me that like he's just a control freak yeah she said that his he's got a can't chill out problem yeah his laughter in that scene seems more uncomfortable yeah super uncomfortable i thought that she, she had the take that that John he that John's kind of holding court and doing all yeah. this, and Paul's just sort of not into he's it. He's not comfortable with what's happening. But he's that already not working. But he's already yeah. He's already he already's like he's so deep in. They've, George has gone. He, he they're all they're, he has to for two minutes fucking hold it together. Yeah. and let it happen, and he yeah. manages to, but right. ultimately like can't at other times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know. But he, you know, he finds joy in reverie in like the yeah. process of working, which which is great. I mean, it's that John Berger thing, the idea of art being like playing for grown-ups. Yeah. But he needs to be working. Yeah, he does. But like, he doesn't let anyone else work or something. It's interesting. I could do like, I would love like a clinical psychologist to break this down. Of course. Like a Freudian. We should get. We should. A guest. We got to find someone like that. On top of like Luke and yeah, Bleeker. Yeah. We got to find. We should get a psychologist to break down. Yeah. Watch this. Like a, well, t- there probably is like a Beatles psychology YouTube guy. Oh, oh girl. Let's look into this. That would be sick. Because I would love that broken down. <laughs> and if not, you know, a potential new career for me. I mean, it would only take you what, like Beatles five. psychologist. I could do a master's. I'd go back in. Yeah, Beatles probably, psychologist. Probably a course in Liverpool. They do everything they can to ape that shit. Yeah, They'd they probably do. do it at like. I bought some Beetle boots there when I was seventeen. Well, of course. Like I went there and like went to, to buy, a store, yeah, of course, and spent like way too much oh, on some Beetle boots. Best purchase of all time. Yeah, I'm sure you don't regret it. Didn't f- feel good at all. Really uncomfortable. Well, you got to wear them in. Yeah. You know, you've also got to be able to play, you know, the solo in Taxman. Yeah. You know. I can do that. Backwards. 
Because then it would make sense. Probably can't play bass and sing on it. You can. Depends. I've never tried, but, you know. Well, Paul doesn't even sing on it, but. No, but if you you had to. But he would say he could. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. He could. Yeah. Well, we're over here. I hope you enjoy your roti tomorrow. I'm going to eat it tonight. All right. Well, I know you got a big day tomorrow. I know. I made. I said at the end of the last episode, uh, you know, I was going to make a. uh, a kind of potato masala style curry. I'm really excited. That's yeah, why I can't good. wait. I yeah, would love to take it to the good. studio tomorrow. Do you want a bit of chutney with it? It's kind of got a Rishikesh vibe. Of course it does. Yeah. I, everything I'm doing. <laughs> Even somehow the Guinness fits in. I don't know why. Yeah. Kind of English. Yeah. Well, Irish, Irish kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But um, anyway, act two, beautiful stuff. For everyone listening, yes. I just want you to know that we're not done. Oh, <laughs> With act one or act two. Oh, come on. Because please. we're going to break down the two of us, the three acts, yeah. but then we're going to have guests, we're going to have psychologists, yeah. we're going to have Beatlesologists. Yeah, which is probably a thing. On here yeah. to break down the thing as a whole. Yes. So, you know, stay tuned. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. It's absolutely. that time of Happy year Hanukkah. when the world falls in love. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Cheers. <laughs>